This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. So glad you're here joining us on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'm Jason Laidler, here with my world-famous co-host, Ted Walsh. And good morning, Ted. Hello, Jason. Hello, everybody. And I hope you're having a nice Sunday morning. So far, it's early. As we are just two days shy, or two, two or three days shy of the first day of winter. Oh. Yeah, I that. Know. There's that, too. But... Um, Listen, Ted, I have to just interrupt real quick because I, I brought something into the what studio. I brought something in the studio today, very, very special, kind of unique. And um, bear with me for one second here while I do a little demonstration. Sure. Okay, ready? Ready? Here we go. That's like a bagpipe on a stick. Can you guess whose benefit that was for? Yes, I can. Happy birthday, Ted. Thank you. Yes. It Thank is, you very much. It is Ted's birthday today, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and he still came in to work. <laughs> of course. Right. Of course. Why would you want to miss this? All the party hats and all the cake. Yeah. So I'm sure it's coming soon. It's on its way. <laughs> it's on its way. And, uh, and so is my birthday present, by the way. It's in the mail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that, if it sounded familiar to any of the regular listeners or even the new listeners, was um, a rendition of "Happy Birthday" on something called the electronic bagpipes, and it's the same device that I played the opening tune uh, for the show that you hear every week if you're a regular listener, and hopefully you are or you will be. So it's, it's if I can describe it, it's it's a stick. <laughs> It's no, no, stick. no, no. It's a stick. The bottom of it is a stick. It's about um, a foot and a half long. The top of it is about the size of a uh, of a converter that you'd use for your TV. And it is a toggle switch, and there's a little um, knob that you can use to adjust the sound, and there's a little uh, circular yeah. speaker. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. That's an accurate description. It's a Canadian invention, by the way. And... Um the nice thing about the electronic bagpipes, for all you music people out there, or music theory pe- people, or music teachers anyway, by the way, pipers are notorious for having terrible uh, music theory, and that's because when you play the bagpipes, you can't, you can't change your key. Um, you don't play with sharps and flats. It's, to- it's a totally different animal, mm. so pipers just don't care, and they don't learn that stuff. But the electronic pipes, uh, the one that I have here today, you can change your key, and you can amp it. 
And we could have done that today, um, maybe for the benefit of the listeners, actually amped it right into the studio. might have sounded a little bit uh, clearer, but we didn't do that. We just played it through the open mic here. Um, the well, nice, it was very nice for you to do that, I think. It was my, well, it was my pleasure, and, and once again, happy birthday, and I'm glad you're here helping us out on the Avoid Probate Show on your special day. As am I. Okay. As am I. So this is the last show before the big day. Talk to um, one of our clients, by the way. Uh, we'll give, give out his name, but right. he was one of the fortunate people to have traveled in 1972 to Moscow to watch the Canada-Soviet hockey series. And uh, he is in the process of putting together uh, his notes and pictures for a possible book wow. celebrating the 50th anniversary for next year. So we chatted on the phone for a bit, and I hope he follows through with it. I think I, it's a great I, idea. Too. I, th- I hear that's one of those things like you remember where you were when the goal was scored, mm-hmm. right? One of those rare moments in time that people mm-hmm. don't forget. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit before my time, so mm. can't help you there. Well, it, I was one. That's what I'm trying to say. You were one? I was alive, but I was one. You were one. <laughs> and so I don't really have much of a memory no. of the event. But lots of people I know are pretty passionate about it, and it was a it was a big game. Yeah, well, we had uh, we had taken the afternoon off to go to a friend's place to uh, watch the game. Uh, we were in high school, grade thirteen, I think, at the time. Uh, I think we probably had a couple of beers, split a couple of beers. Game finished. We had to go back to school, and it was football practice time, and we had to start running laps. <laughs> well, that'll sober you up pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty heavy on the stomach. I'll I, tell you. I heard that uh, a lot of school kids were watching the game. Like they rolled TVs into yep. the classroom. Yep. And yep. Did they have color TV back then? Sure, they did. Oh, okay. You sure? Yes. Yes. Color oh. TV moved in in the 60s. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I used to have a black and white TV. That's why I'm asking. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. when the color thing happened. Uh, but getting back to the birthday theme. I have to do a shout-out and say happy birthday to Mom. Uh, Her birthday has passed. It's actually... Ted spilled the beans a little while ago and and told everybody that we pre-record this show. So that is true, of course. And today, that we're making this show today, which is really not December 19th, but today is my mother's birthday. And as we've discussed on the show recently and, and enlightened the listeners, Mom is the lovely voice on the end of the phone when you mm-hmm. call the toll-free number to to talk to us about anything related to probate. Today is actually December the 8th. Yes. Does that help anybody out? Okay. So was that confusing? I didn't mean to confuse we're 11 days. We're 11 days in ahead, ahead. We're planning ahead. We are. But you're hearing this on Ted Walsh's birthday, hence the, uh, yes. hence the bagpipes. I, that's got to... You ever been piped on your birthday Pardon before? me? <laughs> I've had a pipe. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, um, that was fun, and uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> I hope it was good for you. Mm. So I started to say this is the last show before Christmas. Are you yes. ready for it to be the last show before Christmas, yeah. or am I ready for Christmas? All of the above. Yeah, yeah. I don't do a lot of shopping, as I mentioned before. I mean, I'll, I'll pick up something for my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Everything else will be just money. Yep, I'm probably going to do something very similar. My girls are not so young anymore, 18 and 19. Yeah. All they want right now are, now that they have cars, you know what the number one request is? 
Insurance. <laughs> well, that's that's taken care of. It's 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 gas cards. Yeah. They, they, the gas cards are like worth their weight in gold. They have been recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. Okay, let's uh, let's throw to our first break here, and then we will talk about uh, some probate stuff. Although I'm gonna try and keep it, you know, a little bit lighter than normal, maybe because it is the festive season. But we are definitely gonna touch on a few probate items. Good chance to top up your tea or your coffee or your eggnog. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Let me take a moment to tell you about my friends at Helenda's The Meat People. I've been a big, big fan of theirs for years now, and without a doubt, they make some of the best sausage in Ontario. They are multiple award winners, having captured the Ontario's finest meat competition's coveted award of excellence on three separate occasions, in addition to dozens of individual product awards. Helenda's has also received the Grand Champion Ribbon at the past two Royal Winter Fairs ready-to-eat meat snack competition. So whether you're preparing a charcuterie board or a full-blown sit-down dinner for your friends or family, you'll find Helenda's award-winning products at fine meat shops throughout the province, now including selected Metro, Sobeys, Fortino's, and Foodland stores, along with their seven Helenda's locations. Their barbecued kielbasa, my favorite. Fresh bun, horseradish, it's out of this world. But don't just take my word for it, judge for yourself. On your barbecue, in your kitchen, or straight from the fridge, Helenda's, the way sausage should taste. (laughs) Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoid probate.ca. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You are listening to the Avoid Probate Show, and the information provided in this program is for general consumption only. It is not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. You know, you know, that's not like Jack Ben either. You know, every situation is different, and so if you have a legal or investment question, you should speak with a licensed expert. And, of course, you can contact one, being Jason, at info at avoidprobate.ca, or you can call toll-free one 844 Six six seven seven six two eight. That's one eight four four six six seven seven six two eight. Or email info at avoidprobate.ca. We're going to go to the mailbag right now. Yeah, Jack Benny. Uh, I don't know who that is, but anyway. What do you mean you don't know who that is? Who's Jack Benny when he's all wet? You don't know who Jack Benny is? Is he a comedian? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. Who is he? No. Oh, yeah, who's one of the most famous comedians of all time. I thought he was a comedian, but I thought it was like an English thing. Was he the no. guy on the stool? No. With the one arm or something? No. No. <laughs> Are you going to tell me who he Jack was? Benny played the violin poorly. Actually, he didn't, wasn't poorly, didn't play poorly at all. He had a radio show. He had a television show. In Canada? Movies. 
You're U.S. Oh, North American, international. All right, all right, all right. Huge star. I'll have to look it Good up. Lord. Maybe he's got some podcasts I can listen to. <laughs> he's not around around anymore. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I guess there's a segue. Uh, you can listen to our podcast anytime you want. Go to the avoidprobate.ca website. That is the URL. I had to explain this to a listener, actually, who called in and was confused because some people put avoidprobate.ca in the Google search bar. So many people are are used to using Google to navigate the Internet, navigate their way around. But if you actually know what the address is, you don't need to search through Google. So you put it in the address bar. You know, above where it says google.ca, it's already there. You put in avoidprobate.ca, hit return. It takes you right to the website. And on the landing page, right in front of you is a little button that says something like, listen here for past shows or something like that. You click that, boom. All of our episodes from the show are available there. And I know that a lot of listeners have been going there to find stuff. And it's all uh, titled and easy to find. Hopefully some of the titles are cheeky. But you'll figure it out. Now, as Ted said, I want to jump into the mailbag here. Recent meeting, lovely lady, uh, lives in the GTA. We'll just say that. She's in her early uh, early 70s. No, sorry, early 60s. She is on ODSP. Do you know what ODSP is, Ted? No, I don't. ODSP, Ontario Disability Ontario OD Support Program. ODSP, Ontario Disability Support Program. Okay. People with special needs can be eligible for some assistance from the province. Why do I mention that? Well, because it's it's actually probably surprising how many people are ODSP recipients. Mm -hmm. The province, when when you're getting support from the province, puts very strict rules... Um, in terms of what you can claim, what you can own uh, for your own assets. And why? where am I going? This lady's mother is about to turn, uh, about to have her birthday into her late 90s. And so they're doing some estate planning, hence the phone call to avoidprobate.ca. And thank you for that. Keep the calls coming. Um, the ODS, the, the client I met with who, has, who is on ODSP, if and when, and she's the only child, of, of of mom. So if and when mom passes away and mom has a house and and some other money at the bank, well, the this lady will no longer pass the test to be an ODSP recipient because her assets, she's going to have over a million dollars once she sells the house that mom owns today and you can't have a million bucks in the bank and still receive ODSP payments. So there are planning strategies for this. Uh, maybe some of the listeners are familiar with something called a Henson Trust. I think we've mentioned it on the show before. Not lately, that's for sure. A Henson Trust is one way to plan for loved ones with special needs, and it's a way to not affect ODSP benefits, even if uh, a large inheritance is about to be passed on. But to her credit, uh, she said to me, she was well, uh, okay, let me just say this. The ODSP doesn't pay a lot of money. So she says, you know, I live on a modest income. And the fact is, once my mother's passed away and I inherit her estate, because she is the only child, like I said, the income's going to, like, double uh, conservatively. If, if we only earn 5% on the money that she inherits, she will double her income compared to what she's receiving today. And so she said, well, do I really need to preserve the ODSP benefits, if I've doubled my income otherwise. 
And I thought, well, good for you. I mean, it's a very socially uh, responsible position to take. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, okay, well, then we don't need to worry about the Henson Trust because she's not trying to preserve the ODSP. But I wanted to throw it out there because, you know, lots of people um, have loved ones who, who do receive ODSP. There is a planning strategy for that. And the other thing, the other part of this that uh, relates to what we do here at avoidprobate.ca, remember, we are overall financial planners who specialize in dealing with probate. But if if you're on ODSP, there's a good chance that you're eligible for something called the RDSP, the Registered Disability Savings Plan. We've mentioned this a few times. The RDSP is a savings tool that the federal government introduced not that long ago. I forget the year. I could check it out. But anyway, it hasn't been around that long, which is why probably so many people have never heard of it before. But it's very, very, maybe lucrative is the wrong term. The first $500 that you contribute to an RDSP, the government matches 300%. 300% guaranteed on the first 500 bucks. The next 1,000, I think, is 200%, and I think 1,000 after that is 100%. The point I'm trying to make is it all kind of ties in together, and it all becomes part of what you could consider a complicated estate plan and and tricky business with regard to probate, right? If you're trying to preserve these benefits and and enjoy the benefits of the RDSP. And mm-hmm. So I have a friend who's, who's um, one of his uh, children recently lost their sight to the point where they can't drive and they're very much li- limited in, in the kinds of things that they can do. Are they eligible for that? I don't have the eligibility requirements in front of me, so I don't know the answer to that. But you make a good point. And the other thing I wanted to inform the listeners of, and I've been guilty as an advisor. I've made this mistake. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fess up that I'm, uh, on a mistake I made years and years and years ago. I learned the hard way. I assumed that ODSP recipients were automatically eligible for the RDSP. That is incorrect. The test for being eligible for the RDSP is not being an ODSP recipient. The test is being a um, disabled tax credit recipient. Um, the disabled tax credit with Revenue Canada, if you, if your doctor has signed the form and you are receiving the disability tax credit, the DTC, which is surprisingly a low bar, an easy test to pass. Uh, so to your point about losing your sight, um, losing your sight, just having difficulty walking, have, having difficulty living in general, performing the daily functions of, of normal, quote, normal life, you're a good candidate to qualify for the DTC, the Disability Tax Credit. And if you do that, then you are eligible for the RDSP. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer to your question. So the other uh, topic or issue that came up in this conversation with my new friend um, on, on benefits is the use of the bear trust because, as I mentioned, mom has a house and this, this lady is the only child and if she can avoid dealing with probate on the house, well, of course, that's, you know, why not? And she heard the show. I, 
I think she heard the show, or somebody referred her to the show, or I forget exactly how she found us. We get a lot of referrals, by the way. I get a lot of calls from people saying, I didn't hear the show. My mom told me to call. My daughter yeah, told yeah, me to call. For my sure. friend told me to call. I love it. That's great. And, and I always ask, when I, when I speak to them on the phone, did you actually hear the show? Or did you hear a commercial for the show? Because I want to know, I don't want to repeat myself. If they've already heard the message on the show, I don't want to go there again. But anyway, um, we love the fact that people are talking about it. And sure enough, you know, the bear trust can be used, in this case, to avoid the probate on mom's house. And I keep saying, um, because it comes up so often, we had Andrew Monroe in studio a couple of months ago uh, describing the use of the bear trust in detail. And I bet you, you know, close to half the calls that we get are, are asking for more information about the Bear Trust. And why not? Because we are talking, we're, we're the ones here uh, promoting, avoiding probate on the money that's at the bank. That's first and foremost, because in my opinion, that's the easy part. And it usually costs nothing. The Bear Trust doesn't cost nothing. But moving the money that's in non-registered accounts at the bank over to the insurance company, naming a beneficiary on it so that it doesn't get probated, Again, if you're under the age of 85, we can do this at no at no cost to to the listener. Uh, so that's why I say that's the easy part. And by the way, you know, the I, I keep saying the insurance companies today have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks do. Oh yeah, and speaking of investment options, again, same meeting. Lots came out of this meeting, and this is what happens. And it was a face-to-face meeting in the office, in my office, and I wanted to mention that as well. Normally, well, it's very very common for someone to say, "Where are you?" Like, where's your office located? Well, tech, you know, the the physical structure is in North York. North York, uh, near Shepherd and Victoria Park. But I, I tell everybody, it doesn't matter, because we will come to you. And I say, we service the whole province, because we do service the whole province. I don't expect somebody who lives in Guelph or... or uh, Niagara. Or Niagara. I was trying to think of my new favorite town... Uh, no, I forget what it was. Millgrove or Millgrove. something like that. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, we talked to somebody recently out in Listowal. Shout out to our new friends in Listowal. You ever been to Listowal? No. I have. I've got some family out there or close to it. So that was kind of fun to connect the dots with, with that caller out in Listowal. Um, but the office is in North York, and she wanted to meet there. And that's fine. I want the listeners to know that's an option. And if you don't want us to come to you for whatever reason... We can set up a meeting in the office if you're willing to travel to, to North York. And when so we we're in the office, and um, she, she was asking about what kind of sectors, what kind of investment sectors we had available in terms of the investment options. I said, well, "What do you like? What do you want? What are you looking for?" And because she's kind of in the medical field, she said, "Medicine." You know, I like. I want to. I said, "Well, I'm glad you said that." And I showed her the spec sheet on the Global Healthcare Fund offered by Industrial Alliance. I said, here you go. I use this fund all the time. I, I recommend it in almost every client portfolio to some extent. It could be 10% or 50% or some, it's usually somewhere in between, of course. But the point I'm trying to make is um, we've talked about the investment options. I carry, uh, I don't know, half a dozen uh, samples of the different investment options and sectors that are available. I can't carry them all. There's like a hundred, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to carry them all. No, no, of course. But I'm going to say here are some of my favorites, and and this and this is why. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened, I had one of you know her first choice. I had it with me. She liked the real estate, the fund option. There was a couple others, the the U.S. equity fund option that did over forty percent last year, and thirty four percent nine year average net of fees. We talked about fees 
recently, so net of fees. Um, it was a good meeting. We're hopefully going to help her avoid the probate on, on the house and on any of the investments by moving them over to the insurance company. That's what we do. We're up against a break here, so there's more about mailbag uh, coming. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, call this man. He'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. And good morning. Welcome. For those of you just tuning in, this is the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Walshin with the founder of Avoid Probate, Jason Laidler, and we encourage you to keep your calls and your emails coming in with questions, and Jason will, Jason, Jason will attempt to uh, reply to each and every one of them, and he'll share some of them um, on the program. But we keep it in strict confidentiality. You can do so by going to info at avoidprobate.ca or call one eight four four six six seven seventy six twenty eight. And if you go onto the website, which is triple w avoidprobate.ca, you'll find a free probate calculator that you can play with, and that'll give you an idea of how much probate might be payable on your estate. Just to give you an idea of what's going on. So there you go. Sticking with the mailbag here, I'm, I'm going to uh, read part of a, an email from a converse, well, a caller. We had a lengthy conversation, and uh, often we follow up with email. It's, it's a good way to keep in touch and, and pick up where we left off. Because, of course, um, if, if you call, and we encourage the calls, 
well, you're going to talk to mom. Mm -hmm. But if we've already opened up a dialogue, it's uh, a little easier to carry on by email. Emails come straight to my phone. Anyway, this this, um, listener wrote, uh, I'm going to pick and choose my paragraphs to share here. You clarified my primary reasoning for calling, which was to determine, determine if there was an alternative resource available to assist our children as executors of our estate rather than naming BMO as the primary executor at a 2% fee plus disbursement costs. So he's naming, well, BMO wanted the job. And I get that. There are corporate trustees out there and they want 2%, by the way, which is on top of uh, the the province sets the tariffs at 5% uh, plus disbursements. Disbursements are... Ancillary costs. If if it costs me uh, a processing fee, you know I don't pay the fee. In the end, the client pays the fee. If it costs me twenty dollars to send something by registered mail, you know that goes on the bill. I does I don't pay that. Those are disbursements, and they, they can add up. By the way, the alternative that he made reference to. This is why I read that paragraph. Is the fact that, and he didn't know this, and I'm sure most listeners don't know that there is something out there called a certified executor advisor. I happen to be one. I'm a CEA. It's in my signature. A certified executor advisor is, as the name sounds, somebody who's you know studied and passed the exam and is recognized by the body that regulates it, uh, it to be able to assist executors. And it doesn't have to be a lawyer. So I explained to him, you don't need necessarily need the, to hire BMO or any bank or you know that sort of thing. You could enlist the services of a CEA, a Certified Executor Advisor, and quite often it will be much less expensive. So hopefully that's something uh, the listeners didn't know about already. And he goes on in the email to say, as an aside, my wife and I enjoy listening to your Sunday morning Zoomer radio broadcast. We find the show entertaining, thought-provoking, and informative. High praise. Uh, my words. Must be listening to a different program. <laughs> don't say that. Come on now. We get compliments on the show quite often. I don't want to say all the time. Quite often uh, people take the time to to tell us that they really do enjoy the show in more ways than one. You also raised additional new estate planning ideas in our telephone conversation that we intend to investigate further. When we listen to your show around the Sunday morning breakfast table, conversation and distractions result in us missing a lot of key information points. I appreciate you directing me to the avoidprobate.ca website and the list of podcasts that are available there. I picked up so much more information Mm. by listening uninterrupted to the October 17th Bear Trust podcast replay. It was so full of information that I needed to listen to it again to better understand this estate planning tool. So very simply go to www.avoidprobate, that's one word, avoidprobate.ca. You'll find the, the aforementioned probate calculator as well. You'll see a button that says listen to the show and that will give you access to past programs and you should be able to find the program that you're interested in. Again, the best thing to do is to go to www.avoidprobate.ca and click the listen to the show button for past programs. And if you have any other questions on top of that, you can uh, email Jason info at avoidprobate.ca or you can call 1-844-667-7628. 
and the answers will be forthcoming to you, my friends, because we appreciate you listening to us here on Avoid Pro. And I want to say, who cares about missing the news, Ted? This is important stuff that we're talking about on Sunday mornings here on AM 740, the Avoid Probate Show. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Off we go, slip slide away down to Kensington Market, 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market. That's where you'll find Tom's place. Tom Hollick has joined me. Tom, here it is, the 19th of December. It's the last week before Christmas. I know you're closed Christmas Day and you're closed uh, New Year's Day. What are the other days? Boxing Day, you're obviously open. Boxing Day, the store is open from 10 till 5. I believe in Boxing Day. I'm a Boxing Day store. I did the Black Friday sale, but I, I don't have the same feeling. I, I just wanted to do it because everybody else was doing it. But Boxing Day, Boxing Week, now we're cooking. Boxing, oh my God. God, I'm so excited. The great deals, the wonderful merchandise, everything in the store is for sale. And when you mention, hey, listen, Tommy of all Tommies, I heard you with Teddy. Where's my discount? We know that you stand for take off more, and there's no better place, and there's no other store like this in the world than Tom's Place. Boxing Day, the store will be open from 10 till 5, and discount Galore. We're known for discounting good quality merchandise, and boxing is the way to go. All right. And the way to go is through the heart of Kensington Market, 190 Baldwin. That is where you'll find the greatest in fashions, Tom's Place. They'll suit you. Welcome back. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show. I'm Ted Wallison. Jason Laidler, founder of avoidprobate.ca, is in studio with me as well, and you can reach Jason during the course of the week via email, info at avoidprobate.ca, or toll-free 1-844-667-7628. Jace? Yeah, thanks, Ted. Um, I did want to try and keep the show kind of light because it is uh, leading up to Christmas, last show before Christmas. I hope everyone is going to have a great Christmas. But uh, I do want to just touch on something because it's, it's, it relates to, the, to December, and what I'm what I'm thinking about is is something called um, capital gains distributions. And if you don't know what that is, I'm going to try and explain it to you and why I'm talking about it today and why it happens in December. So I'm going to read from an article here called "Understanding Capital Gains <laughs> Distributions," um, appropriately enough. Um, here's the issue: if you have your investments at the bank. And I'm talking about non-registered investments. Once again, this is about non-registered investments in particular. The funds make a single capital gains distribution in December, regardless of when the gains happen to have been realized. I'll just I'll read a bit more and then I'll explain. That's not the case with dividends or interest. If a fund pays a quarterly dividend per share, then uh, the T3... SLIP will only include the dividends you've received in that quarter. So in other words, you don't get taxed for the whole year on dividends if you only just bought into the fund. But if the fund realized a large taxable gain in any time during the year, your tax slip will include it if you held units of the fund on the date of the distribution. It doesn't matter whether you were around to benefit 
to use an example, uh, like you're uh, a restaurant patron who gets handed the same bill as everyone else at the end of the night, even though you miss the drinks, appetizers, and the main course. So what they're saying is, you know, don't buy into these uh, non-registered investment funds late in the year because you'll get potentially taxed on gains within the fund itself, no matter when they happened during the year. Why am I talking about this? I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of picking on non-registered investments at the bank again, and that's kind of what we do because, once again, you cannot put a beneficiary on the non-registered account at the bank. You can put a beneficiary on the non-registered account once we've transferred it from the bank over to the insurance company. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are familiar with something called mutual funds. So the mutual fund trust... Funds must distribute both taxable income and realized capital gains uh, inside from inside the trust. They distribute this in December. You get a T3 slip, and you get a, it's a tax bill. And a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? I, I didn't sell anything. Why do I have a capital gains bill? Well, it's not a capital gains bill that, like you think it is. It's a capital gains distribution. It happened inside the fund. you got to remember, the, the, the way the fund works is there's a CFA, a certified financial analyst out there somewhere, and depending on the nature of the fund, of course, he's deciding, okay, is today the day we sell Apple shares and buy more Microsoft shares? Do we sell Facebook shares and buy more PayPal shares? Um, Do we buy Canada savings bonds? Uh, Whatever, whatever it is. You know, there's people, smart people, making these decisions on your behalf. That's, again, getting back to the conversation about the fees, that's where some of your fees are going to because uh, these people don't work for free. And if that investment fund has made profits that were realized by the guy in charge during the year at some point, they got to pass those gains on to the investor. So that's what a capital gains distribution is. And it can be a very unpleasant experience for you. So comparing the mutual fund option that is provided by the banks, comparing that to the segregated fund option offered by the insurance companies, and i got to say... Uh, hopefully, if you're a regular listener, maybe you're starting to realize these segregated funds are the best kept secret in the country uh, for lots of reasons. And we, we touch on them regularly, um, avoiding probate by naming a beneficiary. That's a big one, and that's mainly why we're here. There's there's a death benefit guarantee. If you're under the age of 85, you've got the 100% death benefit guarantee, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good guarantee. Uh, let you or more. S- let you sleep better at night. Oh yeah, or more because there's a reset feature that lets you lock in your gains once a year at your discretion. Mm-hmm. They can be uh, protected from creditors uh, if if they're business assets, things like that. And and it avoids what I call the probate nightmare. I mean, I mentioned the probate off the top, but the probate nightmare, the ten months or more. We, I, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We had a meeting with a lovely family who are a year, almost a year to the day since dad passed away, and they feel like they're no further ahead. In fact, they feel like they're a step behind where they were a, a whole year ago with regard to probate, and there's a house involved, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's money, you know, like not selling that house or, or not being able to use that well, money. Well, you think about the, you know, people say, well, so if you got to wait 10 months, 
They're talking, I'm reading in the paper the other day, they're talking that the prices of, house, of houses in Toronto uh, could go up as high as another 10 to 15% next year. So if you got to wait one more year yeah. on a million-dollar property, that's $100,000. Yeah, that's a big chunk that's of change. That's $100,000 more that's coming out of your pocket if you wanted to buy that house. Right. So hundred grand, to, to use your example... Like, what's that worth to you? Like, to get to, to save that hundred grand and the legal fees and the hassle and the stress. Yeah. Uh, probate is, is not fun. Um, I just want to finish the, the, the conversation about these um, capital gains dividends because contrasting all, all of that tax nonsense that applies to the mutual fund version at the bank, if you hold the seg fund instead, guess what? It's not an issue. I'm just going to read this. Funds, sorry, seg funds are deemed to have allocated taxable income and realized capital gains or losses. Segregated fund contracts do not make distributions. So there's one more advantage. I'll say that again. Seg fund contracts do not make distributions. So no T3 slips with unexpected, you know, tax liabilities popping up in December to rain on your Christmas festivities. Because yeah. that's what it does, or that's what it could do, potentially. So that's just one more example of why I'm here every Sunday morning with Ted Walsh and shouting from the rooftops or the airwaves as loud as we can why we think you need to think about using seg funds, not just for your regular investments, but especially for your estate planning needs. And having said that, I want to remind the listeners, when we talked about fees just last week, spent a long time in the show last week talking about fees, and I used the examples, real real life, quote, real life client examples of fees that they're paying based on the size of their account. If you didn't hear the show, it's available on the podcast. I purposely, I meant to say this last week and I forgot, I purposely used the example of three different registered accounts. They were all registered. One was a RIF. One was, uh, I can't remember, I think maybe one was a TFSA, and one was an, an RLIF. That's right. And I said I'd get back to it and explain what the RLIF was, and I never did. Uh, a registered LIF, real quick, that means, that's referring to a LIF, which has already been cut in half. You have locked in money in your retirement, in, in a LIRA, a locked in retirement account. I know there's so many acronyms, I apologize, it's not my fault. But uh, this, this is the nature of the beast. You have a, a locked-in retirement account. We can unlock, if you're over the age of 55, we can actually unlock half of the money in your locked-in retirement account. You quit, you left a job, and you took the money. Some of that money, the pension money, is in a lira, a locked-in retirement account. You think you can't get at it because you can't when it's in the lira. You can actually unlock half of it if you're over the age of 55. And once you've done that, the government rebrands the Lira, calls it an RLIF, so that other institutions know it's already been unlocked once. Because otherwise, if you didn't know, you could transfer it from institution to institution to institution and unlock half, unlock half, unlock, keep unlocking half. Right. That's not cool. You can't do that. So that's what an RLIF is for anybody out there who was wondering. Yet more valuable information from one Jason Laidler. And we will take a break and come back, wrap up this edition of Avoid Probate. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. 
Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember. Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because. Insert your name. Did not avoid probate, so the loved ones of. Insert your name. Have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoid probate.ca. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Hi, welcome back. It is the Avoid Probate Show, the final one before Christmas. Yes. You were going to say final one of the year, weren't you? Um, yeah, I think was. you were. I, you, you caught me. I caught you. You caught me. The final one before Christmas because we are back uh, on the 26th. And um, I was going to say it's not the final one of the year. No, it's not. Right. Yeah, because we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. Yeah. It's the final one before the end of the year. No, it's the final one before Christmas. Today is. Yeah. Yeah, but we're back next week <laughs> for the final one oh. of the year. I'm so confused. Anyway. Next week, the 26th, will be the final one of the year. It is, uh, right? according to the listeners who are listening right now, it's Ted Walsh's birthday, uh, what, 49 again, of course, mm, right? Something like that. Something like that. Any exciting birthday plans, birthday boy? Um, no. Nope. I'm going to sit around and watch football. Which is not the Argonauts. No, no Canadian football. That's no all Can- gone. Yeah. That's all gone. Get cup, she go bye-bye. Well, whatever, man. It's your day, so obviously uh, you do what uh, yeah. turn, turns your crank. Yeah. i just like to you know, chill out, maybe have a friend or two over. I'll Good. see my granddaughter the day before. Mm-hmm. My kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wonder. I, don't, I haven't looked ahead to be honest to see if my birthday falls on a Sunday. I'm gonna assume it doesn't. Chances are it doesn't, but I actually haven't checked. But I will. Hmm. But uh, yeah, once again, happy birthday to Ted Wallachin and my mom, whose birthday was just passed recently, who answers all your phone calls. With a smile, and she loves uh, chatting when people call and they say, oh, so you're Jason's mom. Yes. And I told you that they were asking her if she baked that fruitcake. Yes. Did you eat the fruitcake yet? Uh, It's almost all gone. (laughs) I have another one. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) Are you sure? You can only eat so much. I'm actually not even sure if I do have another one. I I bought a whole case, and they're so popular that uh, I I think I'm out of fruitcake. It's hard to eat a lot of fruit. You still owe me a jar of pickles, by the way. I know. Well, I got to get my sister-in-law to make those for you. Well, maybe you'll see your sister over the holidays. Is there any chance of that? No, there is a chance. Okay, listen. um, If you do, obviously, don't forget my pickles. But... I won't. Having said that, you know, thanks to all the listeners today. Thanks to Kelly for all her uh, guidance through the show today. Couldn't do it without you, Kelly. And um, thanks to Ted Walsh and for decades... Of Radio Excellence. It is his birthday today. Just email me your happy birthday greetings for Ted Walsh, and if, if, if you like, I'll pass them on. <laughs> but seriously, on behalf of Ted and Kelly and my mom and myself and all the other hardworking people behind the scenes here at avoidprobate.ca, we hope you have a very merry Christmas with family and friends. We are back, as Ted said, next Sunday, the 26th, at our usual 8 a.m. start time here on AM 740 for the Avoid Probate Show. 
Please look forward to that. We hope you join us again. Thank you for listening, and have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.